By day, it's the oldest cathedral in the U.S. By night, it's a piece of live modern art. It's called the San Fernando Cathedral, and it's one of San Antonio's hidden gems. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust. Welcome to the Travel FOMO podcast. I'm Jamin Houghton. I'm here with my lovely wife and co-host, Hillary. Oh, that's me. <laughs> We're in the middle of our Cities in the States season. That's right. Last week, we talked about Austin. Yeah. Austin, Texas. It is such a fun city. Um, so you're going to want to go back and check that episode out if you missed it. And then today, we're taking you even further down south to San Antonio. That's right. And as we do, go ahead and subscribe to the Travel FOMA podcast from wherever you're listening. It'll make it so much easier for you to catch each episode as it releases. That's right. And gosh, San Antonio, we've been really fortunate to see it um, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. We've been there for various reasons. Uh, we went once with my family, like a family trip with, yeah. uh, with all my, my parents and siblings. And then, uh, we went just on a couple's trip, the two of us, uh, yeah. you've been for work a few times. I know. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. I have been a couple times for work several times. So, um, and every time I go there, the river rock is obviously the big draw, but there's really so much more to do along in addition to the, to the river. It's yeah, it cool. really is. Like, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of, I would say the nightlife is kind of interesting. There's mm-hmm. like so many fun things to do. Um, and oh, gosh, there are two places that really stick out. Um, yeah. The first one is the Esquire Tavern. Um, and that's on the yeah. River Rock. Yeah, oh, my that gosh. That was a great place. We loved that place so much. We went back twice in <laughs> yes. one trip. Yeah. We love that place. It's right on the Riverwalk. It's really accessible, but it's also accessible from the street. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have to be on the river to get to it. Um, it had excellent cocktails, really interesting vibes. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was great. The people there were even great. I remember um, enjoying the people there too. Yeah, so. it kind of had a really old, like, saloony kind of vibe to it. A but bit. then, like, yeah the the booths and right like and i remember once we went and sat in a booth like i think during the day and then Mm -hmm. we came back like at in an evening later on and sit at the bar yeah but great cocktails really cool like it it was a great place you should check it out yeah can it was really good and then there was another one that we found um but you remember this one even more vividly than i do i'm I'm amazed that i'm the one that remembers it more because (laughs) like you were so jazzed about it at the time because we we were just walking along and we just saw a sign for it and it was the havana bar and it's part of the havana hotel yeah. And it's sort of under the hotel. So we walked down these stairs into into the bar and um, it was like it's kind of red and sort of dark in there. There's definitely at least one vampire in there that night. Definitely. For sure. And so <laughs> I like I'm in this place and we order a drink and I'm like, OK, we're going to get one drink and we're going to drink our drink and we're going to get out of here so that we don't die inside this like place. <laughs> And then they started talking about how the hotel was haunted and the bartenders started telling stories. And, of course, you just geeked out over that. (laughs) And so we had to stay forever and listen to the haunting stories. Meanwhile, I'm nervously looking around waiting for Vampire Bill to, like, come out of the back corner and 
drag us away. Yeah. It's so funny because it really did. At the time, I wasn't thinking about vampires so much. But going back and looking at pictures, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is heavy on the vampire vibes. Super creepy. It, It was not just red down there. It was like it had red lights. Yes. It was all lit with red lights, which is really interesting for a full bar to be lit that way. Yeah, it it definitely was that way. They were either developing film and a bar or like they were just going for that really creepy vibe. But it uh, but it was actually it was really cool. Like and getting to talk to um, the bartenders and them tell stories about like the, the hauntings in the hood and the stuff that they had seen and the stuff that they had heard about. Um, was it was cool. Like yeah. it was a lot of fun and And it felt really intimate, you know? Yeah. They were willing to just sit down and chat with us for a long time and that was really cool. Well and I knew like I knew right away, like the first mentioning of like hauntings, I was like, Okay, well, we're here. <laughs> we're here while. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but there's uh you know, a lot of great restaurants too, yeah. like around um Ocho has uh, a restaurant um on the river uh, you know, really colorful and yeah. like it, uh, super modern, but, uh, great food. We like, we went and ate there and like, just really kind of eclectic and very Instagrammable. The yes, way they decorated absolutely. was like kind of funky chic and a lot of like, I feel like we, it was like we ate in a glass room or something like that. It was really yeah. interesting. Like, yeah. It was almost, almost like a sunroom had a uh, but a, a huge chandelier in there and mm-hmm. like, yeah, very kitschy, cool, like yeah. kind of a, kind of a great spot. Um, we also went with my family. We went to Iron Cactus. Yeah. When we were down there. Uh, Republic of Texas, another County Line Barbecue yeah. is one where we went with, with my family. Um, I don't think that we actually ate there, but we went to Rita's on the river had yeah, margaritas with my fun. sisters, yeah. and um, I think we might have had some chips and salsa, but I don't think we actually ate. Yeah, that was fun, though. But <laughs> there's there's also, um, you know, not every story is a great story, and not every <laughs> moment is that it's a proud moment. But <laughs> one night we went out, and we were there with my family, and we were... You know, I think it was maybe toward the end of the trip or something. And we were like, well, we're going to go to dinner, just the two of us. Yeah. So we're going to. A couple times. Right. We're going to go off to like to ourselves. Um, I don't think we had been married for very long at the time. Like we are little babies. Yeah. And so we're like, we're going to go out. But we didn't we didn't research and we didn't really look into things. And so we're just walking along and we see like the rainforest cafe and, and there wasn't a lot of, I feel like maybe there wasn't a lot of stuff open either. I think it was a little bit late. And so stuff was starting to close. A few places were closing down. Yeah. Yeah, And so we just sort of took the path of least resistance (laughs) and wound up there, which like rainforest cafe is fine. Like the food's fine and it's great. And it's, it's great to take kids to, Mm -hmm. but two grown adults in the rainforest cafe like, like they're like do you want do you want to keep your plastic cups yeah like here's your here's your sparkly cup that you're like and your that lights up that glows in the dark. yeah and it was like no i would i would rather i would rather you just take cash so that there's not a receipt of me being here and, <laughs> and just let me go along my way so funny. I, I would say do your research 
and go to a little bit more effort to like to find something. And again, like great place, just not like what we were looking for that night. Yeah, yeah, not not our vibes. And so that was like that was a learning moment. Yeah, for me, adult- <laughs> <laughs> we adulted a little different that night than yes. we normally would. Yeah, so should have uh, should have looked a little further into that, but. You know, you live and learn. That's right. But there are so many great places to um, get a good dessert, too. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of good spots. Um, The Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, we went. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like it's kind of cool to remember because we went with my dad and my dad passed away several years ago. And so it's one of the, you know, you you don't know what moments are going to be the ones that like you can't go on vacation with dad anymore. Yeah. And he really liked to, he liked to treat everybody and, you know, he always wanted to make sure that everybody had like got what they wanted and that everybody was, was happy and everyone got to have fun. And, and that was, kind of the way that he expressed love a lot and mm-hmm. um i really remember going to the rocky mountain chocolate factory there with him and you know it was his treat and he wanted to make sure that everybody got what they wanted and enjoyed it i think we have a picture of all of us um in front of the rocky mountain chocolate factory there and um it was a great trip. Yeah, it was a really good time. And, and just one of those places that we saw a picture of it recently. And not even like the picture of all of us together, but just a picture of the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory on the river walk. And I just kind of immediately was back there and back with dad and, and enjoying that time. And those are, you know, it's travel like that that breaks you away and makes stuff stand out and be significant. And so gives you the ability to hold on yeah, to those kinds of things. And that's why you like that's why you take trips with people. And that's why you go on those trips with family is so that you can have those those times to cling back to and and remember like what dad was all about and what he was like and it's so much more than just you know a a chocolate turtle Um, (laughs) but it's you know it's him pulling everybody together to create that that memory and that's that's what travel can do if you if you do it right and so I I really remember that from from that from that particular trip in that time yeah yeah I like always think about him when I think about the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory I, I literally think of that night yeah and um and I love that and you're right you said that really well in that he that was always his love language was to find out what people wanted to experience whether that's doing something eating something seeing something mm-hmm. he would ask everyone Every individual person, what do you want to do? What are you looking forward to? And then he would make sure it happened. Yeah. And that was this beautiful love language that he had. And I just think that's really special. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that was that was a really cool trip. We stayed in a timeshare. Um, my grandpa Bo's timeshare. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about Papa Bo and our like stayed in his timeshare in, in Vegas. Vegas. But um, we also we went on a boat tour. And I can still, I don't remember much about 
like that boat tour itself, but I can still very clearly see my dad and what he was wearing and where he was sitting on the boat um, as we were on that on that boat tour. And like, it's a, it's a great little tour to take. You get in a boat and it takes you through the river walk and they tell you about the city and, and some of the history and some of the buildings and things. It's an awesome little tour to take, but I don't know that I could tell you much about the information that was shared, but I can still really clearly see my dad on, on that boat. And it's just kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. That we've got that picture. We, um, we need to share of us all waiting in line to yeah. Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good one. Well, and you and I, we went back to San Antonio after your dad died. Well, you know, what was that like? Um, you know, it like it definitely brought back all of those, all of those memories of him. But I think when you go back and you, and you see those things you can you can take that opportunity to one like grieve a little bit and be a little sad and mm-hmm. and wish that he was still there but then you can also kind of honor his memory and remember the good things and remember that um you know that that he was there and now you're there and i think that's sort of what you do when you when you lose people, you recognize that the people that are special to you put part of themselves into you, mm. you know, and so you're you're in essence taking them with you when you travel and you're you're bringing them along and and they may not be physically there with you, but they're a part of you. And so they are there and their memory is is one that can you know can drive you and can make those places still special because they're still there and you can still think about them and remember them and sort of honor their their legacy by by taking them with you when you when you travel and when you step out of of what's normal or or when you step out of your routine yeah you know and and take those moments yeah That's awesome. I really want to tell you about this great new thing that I found. Every time I bring it on a trip, I am so glad that I did. It saves me money, it makes life easier, and I'm honestly, I'm better looking because of it. The only problem is I haven't found it yet. So if your product can make our lives better, let's talk because we want to know and we want to share. Man, yeah, the Riverwalk itself. Um, so many good memories there. One, and we've had some special moments there, just the two of us. Yeah, that was it was a great trip when we went down there. Like mm-hmm. we, well, we went on that. Uh, we went on that run. A long run. Yeah, yeah. Because you were like you were training for another marathon. Mm-hmm. And um, we needed to get in some miles. I think you might have <laughs> been training too for like a half or something because you went the whole way with me. We got yeah, in a, a long, lot of miles, yeah. yeah but, long run. <laughs> but we basically ran a lot of the river. I mean, at least ten miles, I would say, um, that day. Yeah. And um, it was really interesting because we got to see it in the early morning hours without anybody out there, and it was just—it wasn't crowded. It was very, um, very scenic, very picturesque. Um, I remember just wanting to take photos the whole time. Yeah, that was so cool to like to get up early and run. Like you said, like 
all the places are closed. There's nobody out there. We yeah. had the river walk all to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it, it was really cool to see it that way. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, tips. And I, I feel like this is a good tip. No matter where you travel, if you want that place to yourself, wake up and get up in the morning and you might have to sacrifice some sleep, but it can so be worth it. And it might be the times that you remember the most of your adventures there. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you can, I feel like you can scope places out, you know, you're running, so you're moving quicker and there's no, not no, but there's fewer people around. And so you're kind of moving through and I feel like you can really identify those spots of like, oh, did you see that place? Like that looked really cool. I want to go back there and kind of, kind of map those places out for yourself if Mm -hmm. you go on a little run. Yeah, true. Very true. But there's so much more to San Antonio than the Riverwalk. We've we've talked about the Riverwalk (laughs) Right. Yeah. We talked about the Riverwalk a lot, but there is so much more like uh, we've been to SeaWorld there, um, Six Flags. We Mm -hmm. went with uh, both of those with, with my family. Um, a lot of fun there, like theme parks are just a good time and, you know, like they've got some great ones there to check out. Um, the Alamo, you can go see the Alamo, which is really cool. Um, growing up as a kid, hearing the story of the Alamo and Davy Crockett and all that, and then going to actually see it, um, is really special. And the museum they have there, you know, you can go tour the Alamo and actually walk inside it and see what it was like and, it really makes an impact when when you go in there and and think about its significance and all that all that yeah. comes with it it's a it's a cool it's a cool thing to go see it's yeah. so iconic in texas and and you know you see the outline of it on a lot of stuff but going and actually walking inside it has like it it has a weight to it right kind of. yeah a lot of people you know they see the come and take it phrase mm-hmm. and they they may even wear that phrase but like when you go to the Alamo and you see and and really like look at what happened there um it has a a lot more value to that you know, yeah. phrase so yeah absolutely yeah. well and the then the the San Fernando Cathedral that, that we, was so cool yeah we talked about in, in the opening highly recommended Absolutely. Like just so interesting. And I like, I'll confess when, when you first were like, well, there's this cathedral and I want to go because at night they like, they shine lights on it. It's this whole art thing. And I was like, ah, like, um, (laughs) that I, I don't know that I want to see him shine lights on a building, right? but going and seeing, and it's this live moving artwork created on this building it's uh i think it's called the saga Mm -hmm. light show and it blows you away yeah just so cool it debuted in june of 2014 Mm -hmm. um and i think it's gone on since then like and you can go see it check it out um and it's it's basically like you know you've got this amazing cathedral right this old old architecture but then at night they shine like like lights and almost like a projection of yes they project yeah yeah like a story and but it's it's not just um like watching a movie on the side of a building it's like art yeah and it it plays off of it plays off of the building 
in different ways that are really cool and projects different images and moving images and and colors like a lot of color and a lot of changing and it it's really cool it's something it's something you got to see and and then go back and see again yeah and it focuses on the history of texas i believe um so it's got some historical elements to it too so um it would make a great field trip for kids <laughs> it's really cool but adults too it's awesome it's yeah, yeah yeah so go check it out like plan plan your your evening around it go have some like maybe have an early dinner and then go catch the show and then go for a nightcap or, or something like that because it it's worth checking out you gotta you gotta see it if if you don't you'll kick yourself for not going and seeing it fiesta san antonio is something that happens to every spring yeah in san antonio and we've never actually been there for it but we know enough people from san antonio that have talked this up so much yeah, that we have deal. to yeah we have to to at least mention it in this podcast um it is really, I mean, a series of celebrations happening over the course of several weeks. Um, they celebrate all things San Antonio. It's been going on for um, 130 years. Yeah. Which is crazy. Right. Um, it started in 1891. Um, it was just a parade, right? And it honored the heroes of um, the Alamo. And the Battle of San, um, was he, uh, Jacinto? Jacinto, yeah. Jacinto, did I say that right? Um, and, but now it's way, way more than just a parade. Um, there is a beauty pageant that is a, an internship slash, you know, thing that happens now. And then um, there's a lot of royalty. Um, so the, whoever wins the pageant is named one of the many members of this official fiesta royal family, kind of, um, which is really pretty cool. And then everyone, everyone really talks about this part from my perspective. I've heard so many people talk about the medals. Yeah. Like custom medals. Like if you can imagine a medal that someone who has fought in a, in a war, they receive a medal. Right. 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 Um, it's kind of like that. It's like this medal that you would wear and it represents um, where you work or um, so like our employer had a custom medal made every year and they would trade it out with other organizations and other companies. And so people would be wearing these medals. Um, and anyway, it's really kind of fascinating Yeah, and such a big deal to everyone in San Antonio. Like it's just, it seems almost hard to explain. Right. And it, it's one of those things like, well, almost like Mardi Gras is in New Orleans oh. that everyone from there is like, well, we have to be aware that that's during Fiesta yeah. or like that takes place during fi We can't do this event then or we can't do this or that then because Fiesta is going on. Right. And it's like it's the big thing that like, no, you stop down for this because it's a really big deal. Yeah, for sure. And then there's there's uh, other great places off the Riverwalk to eat as well. Um, I, we went to El Camino. And uh, it was sort of this um, almost like almost like food truck vibe. But it was, you know, it was a little building where you go up and get your food and then a bunch of outdoor seating and cool lights and stuff like that. The food was great. And it was it was a really cool spot to it's check fun. out. It's down um, close to the Pearl factory where Pearl Beer is made in the north and, part of San, uh, north part of the Riverwalk, I guess you would say. I think so, yeah. yeah. And so another really kind of cool area to check out and see if uh, if you got some time. 
Um, You also uh, went to another restaurant. What was it? Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, Rosario's Mexican Cafe and Cantina. Um, That was one I knew nothing about, (laughs) never heard of. Um, But I had a coworker who was like, which I have to give her a shout out, Edna. Edna Perez Vega, she is a fabulous host. And so when we would come down to San Antonio for different uh, work events, um, she would take us there. um, And... I mean, it was it was really cool. Um, it's it's almost like a a Mexican restaurant, but it's also retro and almost like a retro diner. It has diner vibes in a weird way. It's kind of mm. cool. I think it's part of the chairs and things that they and tables that they use. Gotcha. But um, super colorful. Um, but great Mexican food. Um, she took myself and Michelle Riddell there, and then um, I also have to give a shout out to a couple other colleagues, um, Esteban Lopez and John Ramos. They were always being really generous with their time whenever I was in town, and they would like take me places to and you know so I could see San Antonio. And That's so, cool. Yeah, I just, um, it, it's been pretty cool. I think I actually dined there at that restaurant several times um, with some of them. But yeah, good times. Yeah. Great food. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like we talk a lot about uh, food and drinks, and I feel like we're always telling people that there's more to the places that we've been than just the surface and that mm-hmm. they need to go. But I'm I'm just going to say it again. Like there's more to San Antonio than, than what you realize. You need to go check it out. Um, do a little research yeah, and uh, pick out the stuff that, that looks like you're going to like it. And I bet you will. Cause San Antonio is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And we will share some of our picks from San Antonio on yeah. social media, um, including some really sweet throwbacks that I know we have of your family whenever we were all there. Yeah. That's really cool. And um, everyone can find those on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And then that's also a great place for you to engage us, tag us, tell us about your own adventures. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. And you know what? I think that there's this really awesome photo of you on the way to San Antonio just dead asleep in the car. So be sure to throw that one up there too. Is my nose in the air and like my mouth open? Because that <laughs> seems like my standard. I think I'm pretty, if it's the one I'm thinking of, you've got headphones in, uh, your head is back so that the air conditioner can blow straight into your nostrils and then your mouth is open. That's how I sleep the best on the road. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's really on brand for me. <laughs> um, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, do us a quick favor and rate, review, and subscribe to the Travel FOMA podcast from wherever you are listening. And of course, you can learn more about us at TravelFOMOPodcast.com. Where are we off to next? Uh, next, we're going to another American hotspot. A lot of families end up here as we did. And we're excited to tell you about Orlando, Florida. And you will find out if it is really the happiest place on earth. Ooh, I'm really intrigued by that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. Hope you enjoy your next week. And just remember to live every day fully because life is short. Wander well. <laughs>